Welcome to Mortgage Motivation with Mimi Doucet, branch manager of GMFS Mortgage Acadiana, NMLS 128546, Tennessee License 134733. Here's some advice you can use in your life. Hi, I'm Mimi Doucet, host of Mortgage Motivation, mortgage expert, certified coach, and speaker. Thank you to Maison Title and all three locations, Grand Coteau, Lafayette, Lake Charles, for servicing the entire state of Louisiana and sponsoring the podcast. To find out more information about Maison Title, you can find them on all social media channels and, of course, at MaisonTitle.com. Welcome to this episode of Mortgage Motivation. I'm so excited to have um, a good friend, partners with me today. I definitely consider them to be mentors, motivators, influencers of the real estate community. And um, aren't we holding a, a pretty big title with the Real Estate Association right now, Miss Christie? I am. I am proud to say that I am president-elect of the Realtor Association of Acadiana, and, and next year we'll be rolling into president. Well, I know you do and some great things um, with the association already and you're not even there. So today I have with me the owners, operators of Next Home Cutting Edge Realty, good friend, uh, Christy House Theo. I have to, like, I just remember getting in the industry when you were, actually I've been in it a while, but you getting in the industry, I was like, how perfect to have the name (laughs) of Christy House and, you know, be a realtor and and just to see the growth that you've had through the years and, um, and the friendship, you know. That we've had, and of course, um, Joy Cobert and I of uh, Maxwell Leaderships, and I've learned so much from you, and I'm so thankful to have both of you in our life and in the real estate community as um, mentors, and the things you guys are doing are just amazing. So tell me how it got started, who had the vision, what happened, tell us all about it. So roughly in, um, I guess, 2017, I was surprised with uh, most people know now as my smallest child of a 17-year gap. Um, Came along unexpectedly and gave me a lot of downtime to think. And in that downtime, I created this vision on what I wanted to do in the real estate industry. And I wanted something different. And my husband actually thought I was insane uh, as I have a newborn in the NICU and then tell him, by the way, I think we should buy a franchise and kind of started on that journey. And I never looked back and um, wanted to create something very different and something that felt different, looked different and gave realtors in our industry a different opportunity. And we stuck to that. And some of those key things to me were we we represent families, right? We represent people buying homes, selling homes, but yet we're very reluctant to have our, our people kind of behave in a very casual, loving, you know, group kind of atmosphere. And so we have a living room, we have a kid's room, and it's not just for our realtors, it's for our clients. And it's very laid back and we all kind of embrace each other. And that was the vision from the beginning. It took a little road to get there, Um, But I think we've achieved that very well. And on my journey to kind of figure out that path, I was looking for um, the yang to my yang. Is that how you say that? Uh, The the better half of me that um, one of the things I learned really early on just in real estate is know what you're not good at and understand what you are good at. And I knew that I would never accomplish this on my own and I needed the other piece mm-hmm. uh, to me to make that happen and 
I've found that in joy and mm-hmm. we haven't looked back since we started. It's still kind of, I actually, we're really just past that five year mark. And every day I get a new pop up on my Facebook of those first few months of us painting and building walls in our building and having meetings in our living room and um, just the trust that the realtors that came with us had for us uh, still mind boggles me and put some tears in my eyes that they followed me to my living room. Yeah. So you started with how many agents? We had 11, I believe, uh, right off the bat. And how many do y'all have today? We're right at 53. Unbelievable. That's awesome. Congratulations. So what are some of the day-to-day things that you do to support your agents at Next Home? What are what are some of the things that you offer that make y'all who y'all are? So we do, every week we have a weekly gathering, um, and we do some classes, but we don't have a calendar full of classes. We try to educate in that meeting. So when they show up for that meeting, we have an agenda. We have specific things that we go over, but we also teach because every week we learn something new through a transaction or through you know, something that an agent went through the week before. There's always something to learn because this industry is constantly moving and constantly changing. So um, our meetings are very educational, um, very personal sometimes, mm-hmm. and then we usually will hold some sort of uh, class for the week or sometimes I will hold, I've been running the last six weeks coaching with some of our newer agents to hold them accountable, you know, to get them focused on specific activities that lead towards business. And then just to help them learn how to interact with the client, how to put the client first and what's most important when you're representing Mm -hmm. a buyer or a seller. And, and not just with the client, but building the business also. And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand in outside of the real estate world even though you're all next home or even though we're all gmfs we're all building our own little business and that's one thing i find you guys have done a great job we had just recently um visiting on the podcast is one of your agents who was super excited about opening her um, new location that she just bought in acadia parish and she's been a friend and and a referral partner we were talking about it because we would work together in the construction world before she became an agent so you guys do a great job of really you know working with developing those agents well we're definitely in different times today right guys very different times the economic climate really is impacting the real estate market right now what advice do you have for the home buyers that are really trying to navigate all these changes we have going on um, what's the biggest challenge do you feel you're facing with the buyers well, if you want to y'all want to talk about the buyers the other one can talk about the sellers because I know it's really tough on on both sides because I mean if you sell your house where you go Help me. Help me understand. How, how do y'all, like, I could never do what you guys do. Never. You know, like. Well, and look, we feel the same. I, I don't, I could probably never sit in your shoes either. Um, and that would be the first thing I would say. I hear it often. And, and we, were, we were in a market for a couple of years that the consumer just thought that they just really didn't need the realtor at the center of the transaction. Because literally you could just, you know, hang something outside and it would sell, right? So we're, we're getting away from that. And they always needed the realtor at the center of transaction. It just was so fast moving mm-hmm. that they didn't see the reasons why. And the biggest thing that I can say is it's not just the realtor in the center of the transaction. It's a whole team of people that help you get 
from selling to finding the right house, and that includes the lenders, that includes the title attorneys, that includes mm-hmm. your inspectors, really looking at who you're using and making sure that not only your realtor but everybody else has a team of people around them is what makes a successful transaction. And I think in this industry we spend a lot of time thinking about what's next and if this doesn't happen, that doesn't happen. If we spend a little more time just focusing on this thing, because everything can be worked out. Mm-hmm. But you can't negotiate a contract if you don't ever put the house on the market. And if you don't put the house on the market and get the contract, then the buyer can't ever buy or sell theirs. So I always tell people, stop overthinking it. Put your house on the market. Look for houses and make offers. If you don't want to take the offer, don't take it. If you don't want to make the offer, don't make it. There's there's nothing set in stone, but if you don't make the motions to move forward, then nothing happens. Yeah. If nothing changes, if nothing changes, right? That's right. You have to make that first step. So when you're meeting with the person that's, you know, ready to, to sell the house because they have a change going on, what's that process look like when you're meeting with them for that first consultation? So if, if we're talking about the seller, um, I wholeheartedly believe that they don't want to hear what they want to hear. They actually want to hear the truth and they want to hear facts. And a lot of times we just talked about this in some of the classes that we do, what makes us a little bit different in that is that we lead by example. So if I'm asking them to call somebody, I'm calling somebody in front of them. And sometimes I lose and sometimes I win, but it's the same, um, principle when we're sitting down with the seller we're giving them facts when listing agents walk in and say well I don't know what do you want to sell your house for well then the question becomes why did I hire you and why are you here they hire you to bring them facts and information and that's what I always start every appointment with is the facts of their neighborhood the facts of their house the facts of the market um, and then what I what I believe I can do to help them get that done the I don't know or what do you want for your house? Or I think I can get you that. That's not why they hire you. They hire you to give them the information they don't have. So getting that information, there's a process to it. You pull that data and that's what a lot of people don't understand. Of course, we all think our homes are worth a million because it's our home and we designed it and we have a lot of emotion into it. But as you said, the facts are the facts. Where do you pull that data? Explain where that comes from and how that works. So the majority of the data is going to come from our multiple listing service. Um, But look, really good realtors are going to dig a little deeper and find the information that's not at their fingertips for sale by owner sales. Those things are found on the tax assessor site. You can find those by, I mean, everything's public record now, but not just the MLS, but finding everything else around it is what gives you the best data, but the easiest data and the most often data that's assessed is through the MLS. And MLS is a database that the Real Estate Association offers, right? That all the listings are posted there where you can pull the information of different homes in the area. Am I correct? Correct. So MLSs are... Because a lot of people don't understand. Like Correct. Right. You know. it, it is, MLS is a, um, uh, a software program of shared data, and it is a cooperating compensation agreement with inside that system that allows us to all cooperate with each other 
And those MLS rules and regulations are set down from NAR, which is the National Association of Realtors. So, Joy, let's talk about your leadership skills, because just as as Christy uh, just mentioned, is you guys are in charge of everyone, like you're coordinating the lender, the inspector, the appraiser, the title company. I mean, what are some of the things you do with your agent to help them stay on task with all of these skills? And let's walk through what that looks like for you. So I always use the term when I'm teaching agents, you are the captain of the ship. And I literally give the visual, it's probably not the best visual, but I, you know, like the Titanic, okay? It's not just up to the captain at the top. It's not just up to the guys running the ship below. It's a team effort. However, the realtor acts as the captain because we start with the client typically in the very beginning. We talk to them about getting pre-approved and talking to a lender. Um, It's important not only to figure out what price range you need to be in, but what type of loan you might be using. And then we walk them through the process. But as the captain of the ship, we communicate with those people all along the way. You know, we don't just show the house and then wait for it to close. We communicate with the lender, the inspector, the appraiser, and everybody along the way to make sure that client successfully gets to the closing table. And you coach the newer agents to do that. So if someone's interested in getting into the real estate world, how would they get in touch with you guys? We have a website. We have a phone number. I'm happy to share that um, and give you a link if you'd like to post it. But our phone number is 337-484-1184. Or they can look us up online at nexthomecer.com. And if they're interested in being a realtor but don't are not licensed at this time do they need to wait till they're licensed to come to you or should they come and have a visit can they shadow do you explain because I know you guys are so instrumental in bringing a lot of younger you know agents and training them y'all offer so much education and you know working with them and teaching them how to work on their business so where do they start They're welcome to reach out and call and at least come have a discovery conversation with us where we can talk them through what it looks like to become a realtor, what are the steps to, we can share with them different schools they can go to, and they're welcome to come shadow and visit and see what a day in a realtor's life looks like. Yeah, and it's not all that, you know, I want to be a realtor so I can do whatever I want to do, right? (laughs) Not at all. It costs. It costs money. It's Mm -hmm. disheartening um, oftentimes when newer realtors come and sit down and are super excited and they're like, I just got my license and and now what do I do and when we're we share what we do in our office and then we also talk about there's a lot of great companies and there's a right fit for everybody but we really focus on doesn't matter where you go but do you know what's going to be expected of you in the first you know Mm -hmm. five minutes of this happening and when you start going down the list of fees that it costs to be in this business, their mouths drop open and they're like, I didn't know this. No one told me this. So if you're thinking about getting into this industry, I highly recommend you go talk to somebody, find out what it costs, not only to go to school and get licensed, but what does it cost to stay in this business year after year after year? Because a lot of people, we see it often, they go get licensed and the next thing you know, they're in a referral group somewhere because they don't have any money. Um, It is an, it's not a, you know, it's not Mm -hmm. a hobby. Right. One of the biggest challenges I see is a lot of people come from a job where they had a time to be there. They had a list of duties to do. They went to work, they did their job, and then they went home. Well, when you get here, that's not what this looks like. You're an independent contractor, and you have to learn how to be the CEO and to be the employee. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things in coaching that we go over is I, I have to help them 
get that mindset of you own a business and you don't make anything unless you get out there and do the work, but you have to create the vision for the business, break that vision down into daily work and daily activities. So it's a mind shift for a lot of people. Um, I'll have agents that text me and say, I don't know what to do today. I'm like, well, let's sit down and talk, you know, and it all comes down to daily activities. You know, when you went to your nine to five, somebody had that vision long ago. Somebody set that vision and then a team of people sat down and put together each individual department and what those jobs did to make the whole system work. Well, as a realtor, you kind of have to do that all on your own, but that's where your team and, you know, your brokers, we get together and we help coach them through how to develop that business and turn it into something successful. And y'all have built several entrepreneurs entrepreneurs and and you know been so instrumental in mentoring and helping people grow their business and not only do y'all are constantly feeding into other agents but y'all are constantly feeding into our community and y'all always have some kind of project going on tell me what's the newest and the latest which y'all working on now I think, uh, well, the latest one we did, which was super fun. So I am, uh, I have a huge passion for like the high school kids in our community. And there's a, um, very large group of homeless kids in this area in the whole Acadiana area. And people, when I say that people look at me and they're like, what do you mean we have homeless kids? We have a lot of them. Um, and gifting grace is one of the organizations that supports a lot of the high school kids with just basic needs, you know, brushes, clothes, toiletries things like that well they did a um wing is it uh wing wing wars wars. and uh one I convinced one of my sons to come and cook for me and we put up a 10 and it all went to gifting grace but it was a lot of fun they're in their 20s they're super competitive they worked on wing sauce for like two months and uh, they actually won the amateur division of the wing sauce and so it was really great Um, We had our tent up. We got to meet a lot of people. And it really is just giving back to the community. It's not always about business. Mm -hmm. We want to be not just your realtor, but but we want to give back. We want to support everybody in the community. And y'all do a great job. I, I love seeing, is it Luke? It's Luke. Luke always look for the um, the little orange dog named Luke um, around, and that's how you know you're dealing with my good friends right here, Joy and Christy, and there and team, and y'all do a great job of representing it. And okay, it's Hunter Orange, Louisiana guys. Just look for that horn, Hunter <laughs> Orange, and you you know you with the next home team, and they can definitely take you through it. If you're not in the industry, if you're interested in getting into the real estate industry, please give my friends a call. If you want to sell your house, please give my friends a call. If you want to buy a house, please give my friends a call. If you have a charity in the Acadiana that needs assistance, please give my friends a call. So thank you, uh, Christy and Joy, for being with me today. And thank you for not only building so many great agents that we work with, but everything you do for the community and everything you do for the Real Estate Association. And good luck on your term. And Thank you. Thank, thank you for us. having us today. Thank you for all your leadership coaching. If you're interested in John Maxwell Coach, I'm a proud coach with Joy and haven't spent much time with her in the last year, but I think it's time for us to change that. I agree. Thank y'all for coming. Thank Thank you. you. Bye-bye. 
Wrapping up this episode of Mortgage Motivation, advice you can use in life. Thanks once again to Maison Title, our sponsor. Learn more about them at MaisonTitle.com. Follow me on Facebook, Amia Mimi Duce and Team, GMFS Mortgage, NMLS128546. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating, and remember a new episode every Monday. Until next week. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Motivation with Mimi Duce, branch manager of GMFS Mortgage Acadiana, NMLS 128546, Tennessee License 134733, GMFS LLC, NMLS ID 64997, Equal Housing Lender, all loans subject to credit approval and satisfactory appraisal. Some products may not be available in all areas. All mortgages are originated by GMFS LLC at 7389 Florida Boulevard, Suite 200A, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70686. Branch is located at 300 Route. Borgard, Building I, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70508, NMLS, 118-3361.